Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks, and Lord bless you this great day. As this is the day the Lord's made, and I'm certainly going to rejoice and be glad in it. Well, I have in the studio today my youth pastor. His name is Maxwell Buchanan, Sir Maximus, we call him, and a lot of other names. Some of them I won't say, but uh, but anyway, Max, good to see you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. And Max has uh, been with me for how many years? Five and a half. Five and a half years, and uh, we're going through some transition at the church now. As some of you have already heard, my associate, Pastor T.J. Talaloto Alicata Samuelo Jr., has taken a senior pastor in Seattle his last Sunday at church will be the 26th of January, and then he will be heading north, and we're going to miss him. Yeah, we love TJ and Courtney. His wife is my secretary, and uh, so Max is going to have a little more expanded role and moving him down the line, probably towards associate in, in God's timing, but uh, one thing about Max has, and he wouldn't tell you this, but I'll tell you this, he has really got a gift of speaking. When he shares a church, people just like... They come out of the woodwork and always tell me about how much they enjoy it. But he he had some great education over at, what was the name of that school again? Calvary Chapel Bible College. In Marietta Hot Springs, California. I'm telling you what, I am highly impressed with that because when I see people like Max and what God's done through his life, uh, I I know some great things have happened there. And that's where he met his wife, which was a friend of mine. His, in fact, her dad and mom were my very close friends, and so that was a kind of a coincidence. And long story short, uh, we interviewed Max when we were looking for a job when my other associate moved on to a senior pastorate. And so there's been a lot of interesting movement there, but we're excited. We're, we're looking at uh, having an intern to help uh, Max out. And so I said, you I'm going to get you on the radio more. And I told him any sermon that he preaches at church, I want him to preach on the radio because, like I said, God has gifted uh, Max in in preaching and teaching. We had a, a class on studying the Bible here a few months ago, and it was like a sold-out class for lack of words, <laughs> and the people just raved about the class, and I just, I'm excited. So, Max, good to see you. Yeah, good to be here. And how is uh, little Conrad, your son? Oh, man, he is as hyper as they come. And how old is he awesome. now? Uh, he's 20 months, so coming up on two. Wow, we got a big birthday in a few months coming up. We'll have to have a celebration but what a cute kid i'm telling you and he, and he looks like max too he's, he looks like max jr so it's kind of fun well hey i want to talk about what i've talked about in my message and i'm talking about wisdom and i'll be doing several on wisdom over the next uh month or so and so i'm going to share some message on wisdom so would you pray with me folks our heavenly father thank you for the day thank you for pastor max and his life and jenny his wife and conrad bless them abundantly. And Lord, bless TJ and Courtney. Their transition to Seattle, Lord, open up great doors for them. They are phenomenal people and leaders. We know you're going to use them. And Lord, be with them as they leave. We know it's going to be a sad day at Cloverdale and a sad day for our community that know them. And Lord, I just pray you just be with that entire situation. And Lord, we pray you be with our nation, all the things that are going on and uh, the different countries. And Lord, especially for all those people that were lost in the airplane airplane uh, crash in Iran. God, we are so devastated for Canada and and for Iran and for Ukraine, all the different people that were lost. Lord Jesus, bring peace and comfort to our life. And Lord, bring peace and comfort to our nation. And God, lead our leaders. May our leaders follow you. We give thanks and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 
after that prayer, it's probably a good thing to talk about wisdom, you know? Amen. And I'm talking about insights uh, for wisdom. And I've encouraged my church to listen to the book of Proverbs uh, on on tape or read the book of Proverbs uh, every day this last week or two. And I've done it almost, I think I've read through it twice now or listened to it twice through. And I there's so many incredible tidbits. It's amazing, Max, to think of King Solomon so many years ago but yet what he wrote in Proverbs is so practical for all these years later. Oh, absolutely. I think that that's one of the craziest things whenever I open up the Bible. And, and you know, the Word of God does tell us that it is living. Um, and so it's always just fascinating, though, when the when these scriptures come to life. And that's really easy to do through the Proverbs because you're, you're hearing all these scenarios with friends and different stuff like that. And you're like, whoa, they did the same stuff back then as we were having – you know, issues and conflicts with, with friends and people around in relationships. They were all going through the same thing, and he's given us little bits of wisdom, which is just incredible. Yeah, friends, relationships, money. I mean, it, he just hits it all, and he hits it all as if it was today. Yeah. And so how – no wonder God said Solomon was a smartest man, a wisest man to ever live. You know, we need to tune our ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. As you know, the word, the word concentrate means focus your attention on something. And, you know, <laughs> I don't know about you, Max, but I had a really hard time growing up focusing on things. In fact, I'd get little notes on my report card, little Tommy daydreams a lot, you know. Yeah. And I don't know how you were in school. But... Oh, the, I think it's a requirement to work at Cloverdale because I think <laughs> me, you, Dewey, all uh, all struggle in this area for sure. Yeah, there is. There's three of us that do struggle in that. And even today I have people say, Pastor, did you hear what I said? Because I, I, I'm looking at them and I'm looking right through them because my mm-hmm. mind wanders. Yeah, mine too. And I, tr- I really make an effort to try to concentrate. But there's times I get back to my old way and I just don't do it. But mm-hmm. but anyway, in in concentrate, uh, consecrating to understanding is focusing our attention on something. We need to focus our attention on wisdom and letting wisdom direct our lives. Growing up from uh, my parents, you may have heard often, uh, my my dad used to always say to me, son, make wise choices. I certainly, certainly can tell you my daughter, I told her that all through life. Kaylee, make good choices. Make good decisions. These decisions you're making today will shape your tomorrow. And for the most part, she made good decisions. You notice I said for the most Most part, part. because not a one (laughs) of us are perfect. I tried to make great decisions growing up, but I certainly didn't make all great decisions. I made some, as my dad would say, bonehead decisions, (laughs) bonehead mistakes. But uh, I was so thankful for the training that I had. Well, Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1 through 6. I'm going to read this for you, folks. That's where a portion of this message is out of today. And I'm going to be sharing. Max and I will be with you for several days, so... I hope you'll tune in every day. My son, if you accept my words and store my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as silver and search for it as hidden treasure, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from the mouth, comes knowledge and understanding." Well, I think this is pretty interesting here when he talks about, he said, Solomon says to cry out for insight and understanding. So what happens when you cry? Now, Max, you're going to be able to relate with this more than me because you've had a baby now in your household for 20 months. So if your baby all of a sudden is crying radically in the middle of the night, 
do you just sit there and let it let him cry or do you respond to it <laughs> you have to respond i mean it's it's instantaneous you're just jamming in there as fast as possible and that's what cry out means and so mm-hmm. and he's saying here you need to cry out to the lord cry out to the lord for what he says cry out to the lord for insight yes for understanding to find out what god would have you do mm-hmm. and it's not always easy to do no you know it's uh and of course, you're being a young guy, 27 years old. You know, you I'm sure when you were trying to get a direction for your life, uh, you probably cried out to the Lord and said, "Lord, where do you want me to go?" I mean, you remember those days? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember getting out of Bible college, trying to think of like what's next, and and just all you know everything, and even uh, just kind of in all these different kind of transitional periods, just really times of of, of seeking wisdom. And it's funny how. I mean, that really should be our attitude all the time, but it only seems like when you're at like a head where you got to make a major decision, but it's like, man, I want to depend on God in that way and crying out to God for wisdom and searching like this said, like there's an effort on our part that I think that we forget about often and saying search, like look at, at it like you're looking for buried treasure. I like that word, uh, Max, effort. Uh, mm-hmm. And I didn't uh, bring that up in my message, but that's a great, uh, great when you talk about this, that makes a lot of sense that we... Uh, take effort. We do something about it. Yeah. Because it's easy kind of just to coast in life. Oh, absolutely. You know, be comfortable, uh, do yeah. what we do, and just try to stay away from conflict, try to stay away from anything that might be anything. And I mean, I'm not a conflict guy, and mm-hmm. I don't think you are either. I just really hate conflict. Yeah. I hate it within the church. I hate <laughs> yeah. it within leadership. I don't like it. But he says, cry out for wisdom and insight, you know, and pay attention to what's going on. He makes it clear the importance of getting the Lord's attention to seek his divine intervention. I can remember very clearly in my life, and I was, I didn't, I was doing all sorts of things. I've always been in multi situations, like now, you know, being the on the radio and, uh, and pastor in church and being at that state house. And then I announced sports for years. I've always been in multiple things. That's just kind of who I was. And growing up, I was the same thing. I worked at Jackson, Texaco, John Jackson, when they only had two stores. They weren't even convenience stores. They were gas stations. And I never forget John. He treated me so well. And, um, and he always told me, he says, as long as you stay away from people's cars, just put gas in. Don't be a mechanic. He said, I have you for one reason, Tom. That's customer service because you're good with the customers. And and John treated us like gold. I'll, I'll always be grateful for John Jackson for his treatment of me. And I was able to do, uh, I believe it was his second wedding and, and had a great time with him. I have only seen him once in the last 10, 15 years. But I, I did a lot of things, and I drove school bus at the same time. I ran a mm-hmm. youth pro, uh, youth group, and I also coached baseball. So I'd always do them, but yet I had no real clear direction Mm -hmm. until one day, one day when I was working with 14 kids in Oregon at a camp, at a camp that God laid on my heart, I want you in ministry. And it was so clear. And I had fought it for years because Mm -hmm. my parents were pastors. My two older brothers were pastors. I said, I'm not doing what they do. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be in that mold. Mm -hmm. But yet, you know, God made it so clear to me. And then, of course, the story goes on how... He opened doors, which we may talk about a little more as we talk about wisdom and God in here in the future. But you're not going to believe it, Max. I mean, we're only in page one of what we're going to talk about <laughs> out of seven pages today. So we're going to I'm going to have to close because it's time to close. <laughs> so anyway, you're going to be with me for a few days, right? Absolutely. Good. All right. Well, we'll talk more and we'll get down to some substance. But more than anything, you know, use effort, as Max said, and, you know, cry out to God. Let God's insights direct your life. 
Hey, Lord bless you. Go out and have a fabulous day. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.